Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. The stream starting to record. Both things are going. Close out that. And let's start the show in three, two, one. Everybody and welcome to Ring Post Radio. We are here live at 9.30 a.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Ryan Nightstein. With me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, Scotty Ox, Scotty Ease, how are you doing? Today, here in the United States of America, folks, is uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yet the biggest championship match of the day. Came in the form of the GHC Heavyweight Championship. That is correct. As Jack Morris challenged Kaito Kiyomiya for the title. Uh, but in all seriousness, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, another great week of wrestling. We're heading into an even bigger week of wrestling. Uh, bigger two weeks, really. I think if we want to lump in that Keiji Muto show, then uh, <laughs> we should. Uh, but, oh, man, what a time. What a time to uh, be enjoying wrestling. I feel like I've, you know, in... We won't talk too much about it this week, but uh, a certain AEW had a pretty good show. I don't know if uh, mm-hmm. you folks caught that. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have time to talk about it this week, but like, what a week, folks! Holy shit! What do you think of also, that? Uh, what do you think of that tag title change? <laughs> uh, I knew it was coming, so it didn't like bother me all that much because I was like, all right, well, I know this is clearly happening. They just did it a different way. Sure. Um. I mean, I was getting sick of the acclaims, but I also would never have given the belts to the guns. So <laughs> weird, rock in a hard place book in there. Yeah, I mean, I was sick of the acclaim to the point where their reign was getting boring. But mm-hmm. let's go FTR. Yeah, if this if it, if it means we get an FTR back, then uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, we we take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. AEW is running all cylinders. WB's having a huge market, you know, huge ticket sales and having solid stories. They're uh, breaking records every show they do right now. And uh, Japan is, I, I'm going to say full Japan is back. Not just oh, New yeah, Japan, but like. Full Japan, all Japan, New Japan. Full Japan is that little, Japan. The little, little indie full Japan. Uh, full Japan. How is there not a full Japan? 
Uh, all full, full Japan Pro Wrestling. That's that's our promotion, uh, but it's it's stateside. <laughs> it's a stateside. <laughs> full Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah, they're back. All Japan's back. New Japan's back. Uh, Big Japan's probably somewhere. Um, uh, what other Japan? No, they're uh, they're they're barely. <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they're alive, but they're barely breathing. Wrestling uh, feels like it is on the upswing right now. Some would say it's white hot right now. Some would say that. Some would argue such. If you watch Roosh versus Brian Danielson, it's red hot. You know, because of blood. If you that watch those. That was a spicy tamale right there. If you watch Thrillbilly, Silas versus Kratos, it was red hot because of also blood. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to say, that. My joke was also a blood joke, to be fair. So We'll get to that, folks. Uh, we got a big show ahead of us today for Ring Post Radio. And thank you well, all for joining us. I'm so sorry. I'm we have so a sorry. big Paul White ahead of us today uh for everybody for ring post radio today uh we got a couple news items but of course we're going to uh review new beginning in osaka and preview battle in the valley for new japan we got a big show coming up stateside speaking of stateside uh we're gonna review or preview the elimination chamber pay-per-view for wwe that's coming up as well this saturday uh actually an exciting wwe pay-per-view yeah, no, it's uh for with, one match. I don't a, really care about it. a Canadian a Canadian pay per view with the old Sami Zayn at top. Uh, we're going to talk about a, a special request by uh, old Scotty here. Jersey J Cup uh, happened this weekend for JCW JCW adjacent promotion, sort of sub promotion. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit. Talk about Great Voyage in Osaka this morning, uh, and we're also going to talk about, of course. Uh, NWA Nuff Said happened yesterday uh, due to the Royal Rumble prediction bet that I lost. I live-streamed me watching it on twitch.tv slash last night. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. It was a great time. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, uh, it helped me get through the tough times that is the NWA. Um, Wasn't hard, that a pay-per-view? The hard times, if you will. What's uh, that? Hard times. Uh, hard times, so. The, yeah, got me through the hard times of said pay-per-view, in a way. Um, but uh, we'll review that show as well. Even though we said we're never going to review NWA, hey, I'm watching it. Well, we're gonna talk it's going to be, it. I'm going to go through each match for him, and he's going to give me his two cents, and that's going to be that. You're welcome, folks. Exactly right. Uh, so let's get off with the news, which really there was only one big news item that I really saw this week, and it was the announcement uh, from Stardom that Hameka is uh, retiring. Uh, she announced at a press conference on Friday. This is coming from Fightful, from some guy that writes Joshi stuff for Fightful. Uh, Hameka announced at a press conference on Friday that she'll be retiring from stardom and professional wrestling this year. Her final match will be at All-Star Grand Queendom on April 23rd, as she hopes to take on Mike at the show. Retirement That's ceremony. official. Yeah, yep, the retirement ceremony will be held at Corican Hall on May 14th. Micah, she is retiring at 25, which... You know, for Joshi's is you know, sort of standard, sort of standard. Uh, they start mm. them young in, in Japan. Uh, so her p- retirement tour, she requested four matches. Uh, her retirement match with Micah on April 23rd, which uh, you said became official. A hardcore match with Risa Sarah at Starman Showcase Volume 4 on February 26th, which would be in a week or two. A singles match with uh, Hashimoto, Big Hash, uh, which I'd be mm-hmm. excited about that. And a singles match against, of course... Kekaru Sekaguchi. Uh, yeah, that was the only one that's not official yet. Who uh, was a actress girl's uh, uh, competitor that uh, Hameka 
teamed with, worked with, uh, wrestled with. Um, so yeah, so yeah, four matches left in Hameka's career. You know, it is wrestling. Uh, so there's more than that. Those are just her main matches. She's wrestling. She's wrestling her normal dates still. Too. Yeah, like the rest of the uh, Turby ter- 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 Derby. That's not what it's called. Triangle Derby. Derby Derby. Uh, yeah. yeah so. Yeah, so she's she has four she she's doing the Muda thing where she's got four retirement matches, but then she's got a bunch of other matches in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, a class the uh, Mika, the Muda of uh, of stardom, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it is sad to see this happen. Of course, you know it is wrestling, so you always got to put little asterisks on that. Um, but uh, Hameka retiring from re- professional wrestling, Scotty. Uh, thoughts on this re- thoughts on this news it's not all that surprising um with her you know she she even specified her whole plan was wrestle for five years hang it up as long as she accomplished enough uh after that tag match where you know her and Michael were the clear fan favorites of the night maybe that was like the ultimate all right I'm good I, I did it all. That was actually her first night receiving cheering since joining stardom, which is pretty crazy. Um, she's had a number of injuries over the past couple of years. I know she didn't say it's because of injuries, but I'm sure those don't, uh, they don't help her cause by any means. Um, I, I'm sure, uh, you know, there was a point earlier this year, I think she had her knee wrapped up so much she could barely walk. So, Again, the the mudo of uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but she, you know, she had a good little career for herself. Um, I think to me, the more interesting part now is seeing who DDM adds more than anything else, since they've yeah. really been, uh, they've really had a lot of losses the past couple, the past year now with losing Hameka. Uh, but you know, she had, she had herself a good career. She reached a lot of the levels I think I expected her to. Um. You know, I never really thought she was going to get one of those top two belts. So mm-hmm. I think she, you know, if if her whole thing was make it to a point where I've made it, uh, I think she did it. So good for her. And, uh, you know, Jumbo will be missed. Yeah, she had a great year last year. A uh, bunch of challenges that she had great, did a great job in those challenges for the world and wonder and all that stuff uh, last year. And she had a great tag title run as well. Um, with Micah, you know, she's, uh, very solid. It's, uh, sad to see her go, but yeah, no, she, I believe if I'm not mistaken, in the press conference, she said that, uh, something along the lines of like, you know, she wants to hang it up now versus later just to have, uh, her body doesn't deteriorate anymore. So like you yeah. said, it's like not injury, like she's not retiring of injuries. It's more of like, I don't want to be injured and you that, know hobbling around that curveball. Look at it. She didn't have that dog in her. She don't have that's that fine. dog. She's yeah. She's she, she didn't have that dog in her. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't not have everyone, the Muto. Not everyone does. She doesn't have the Muto dog. You know, she doesn't have the Muto. Dog. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, not everyone has that. Not everyone. Almost no one has that. Uh, so yeah. Some no. say that's a good thing. Some would say that's a good thing. My aunt's about to wrestle his final match of no legs. Uh, we joke. Shout about- out to him though. Shout out to him though. Gonna give it five stars instantly. Uh, but it's sad to see him make a go. Uh, we'll we'll be the last we ever see her in a wrestling ring uh maybe maybe not you know you never know but uh we'll see down the road down the road um speaking of noah uh they had a great voyage in osaka show today uh some news bits came out of it with uh naito showing up tetsuya naito showing up the show uh and uh 
I was going to say challenging Muto, but that's not necessarily accurate. Uh, I guess he just, accepting he just the showed challenge. up to show off his suit. Let's be honest. Yeah, and showing like, hey, I'm. Naito. I would too. I would if I had a suit like that. Uh, and then we had, of course, or if I was Naito. Oh, that's also true. Uh, then, the, of course, we have the main event, which we were all very looking forward to. That was the main event of Kaito Kiyomiya versus Jack Morris. Um, I said that there was an outside shot that Jack Morris could win just because this is the final title defense for Kiyomiya before his uh, champion versus champion match against Okada. And Okada, you know, Okada won his match against Shingo, and Kiyomiya won his match against Jack Morris. But uh, I thought the Jack Morris match was very good. What do you think about that? Uh, real quickly, Scotty. You know, I think Jack Morris, I think he did a great job. I think he should be incredibly excited um, with his performance. I mean, think think about think about it this way. This is how I looked at it once, was, as I was watching the match. I was like, you know, this guy came on this little podcast, you know, talked to us right before the end one. Uh, and his whole thing was, who is Jack Morris? Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to figure out who I am. Uh, fast forward just like a half a year later, this guy is main eventing a Noah show in Osaka, G- in Osaka for the GHC heavyweight title with Keiji Muto on the call. Yeah, like that's that's an impressive accomplishment. And he doesn't, this match doesn't happen if he doesn't complete, uh, continue to improve, mm-hmm. uh, continue to show that he can be. A guy they can count on. Um, I, I, you know, I. Some people think I joke about this, but I, I'm not. He is like their new international top star. He's to me, yeah. he has much more potential than most of the other guys they've brought in from outside of Japan. I yeah. think uh, for an unknown guy, he's done a great job, and uh, he should be very proud with this performance. I think Kaito Kiyomiya, by the way, I want to give props to him. I think he is on that other stratosphere now that I think a lot of people have been waiting for. Like every match he's having is consistently good. Mm-hmm. He's having great performances. And uh, this was his biggest challenge, right? Because him, him and Jack, uh, they, of course, this was Jack's first match yeah. uh, in Japan and he did a great job. So uh, not just first match in Japan uh, against Kiyomiya, but first win in his, in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So good, good for Jack. Um, you know, he's got a good thing going right now. Yeah. Him and him and Jake Lee and which is so weird. Um <laughs> but I I'm happy for him. I thought he did a great job. I thought it was a very good uh main event. And uh yeah, I, not a lot of people will be talking about it because of the aftermath, but we will because we're happy for him. Yeah, very happy for Jack. It was a very good outing for him. Uh, very solid main event. You know, he hey, his face was on the card and he sold out the arena, two thousand people. Uh, so good job, Kiyomiya. Good job, Jack. Um, I was trying to see, I was like trying to see comparisons of, uh, this arena and, uh, other places, but it's tough to see because this is like a COVID crowd and every other attendance record I saw was like 500, 400. And this one was like 2000. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Something's <laughs> different here. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, very solid. I thought the match was very good. Um, uh, I thought Jack held his own. And, you know, if he didn't walk away with the title, he's still walking away uh, good-looking, uh, as a good-looking guy. So, you know, it's... You know, if I'm going to be jealous about him, it's going to be uh, it's going to be one thing or the other, you know? And uh, mm. it's the good-looking guy. So, I mean, hey, look, you know, he's he's a good... He's the good foreign wrestler that they're pushing strong. Uh, I want him to succeed, and uh, here's hoping for the best. 
And luckily, you know, he didn't get the shit kicked out of him by Okada after the match. And uh, that's good. I think that's also a good thing to walk away from. Uh, Because Okada showed up, uh, beat up Kiyomiya with a Rainmaker. Crowd rain boos down onto Okada, which I love. I love me the heel Okada of just like, I'm better than all of this. I love it. He's so good. He's so good. uh, we'll, We'll talk about it when we get to the new beginning in Osaka. But uh, this might sound incredibly bold because of who he is. And you can't really say this that much about him. Mm-hmm. But right now, through two title matches so far this year and the Kiyomiya stuff, this is the best he's been since, like, that la- the big IWGP title reign. Like, I think he- this is the best he's been since then. He's had great matches in between. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But there's just something about him. It feels like he actually has a chip on his shoulder. I think with crowds coming back, it's like, we're going to show you why we're the best pro wrestling in the world. And he has to do it while on top. And him playing this heel role for this. Folks, this 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 is this is pro wrestling right here. This is that that match with Kaito Kiyomiya is going to be outstanding. I cannot wait for that match. Yeah, no, ever since he it's weird because it's like ever since uh, Anoki passed away, it like triggered, it unlocked something in Okada that is, has unlocked this sort of like Anokiism sort of like tough guy. That's like, I'm not going to put up with any crap. Uh, yeah, he's hitting harder than I think he's ever hit, by the way. Like that's just a mm-hmm. random thing. I've noticed like this dude, like rainmakers are breaking people now. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. And that's what I want to see, baby. That's what I want to see. I want to see him destroy people. And that's what he's doing. He destroyed Kiyomiya here. And so, yeah, no, very much. I thought this Noah show, this last little bit here of Naito and Muto, then into the main event, into the Okada angle, I thought was a nice little uh, bit to get into uh, the Muto show coming up down the line. Um, But, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, New Japan, or that's Noah, I should say. And uh, let's talk about uh, a little, before we talk more about New Japan, Let's talk about NWA. NWA enough said, Scotty. Disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Royal Rumble bet. I lost it. I live streamed myself watching it. I had to watch the program. Um, and uh, yeah, I think my overall thoughts as you pull up the card here. I think my overall... Oh, I have it up. Okay, perfect. Uh, do you have the pre-show up as well? Oh, uh, you watched the pre-show? Of course I, I said, watched the pre-show. I never said that was part of the rules. Well, the pre-show was good, so <laughs> I think that's worth talking about. Because what I was going to say is that my overall thoughts is that the show was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it, the very beginning, for like the first hour, first two hours of the whole show was actually like pretty good, and I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, and then the show says pretty good to me, but that's fine. I getcha. But uh, as as it rolled on, it got uh, worse and worse and worse. Uh, yeah, look <laughs> looking at the main car, it looks like it fell off a fucking cliff. Yeah, it, it it fell off a cliff at one point. It started getting boring, and I started da- dying. And it was like ten thirty, eleven. I was like, "All right, come on, guys, come on, guys." And I, yeah. I went to watch Okada Shingo right when you were getting to White Road Tires and Cardona was starting. <laughs> and I was like, "I feel awful for this." Yes, yeah. boy. A lot of the New Japan New Beginning in Osaka uh, review was going to be mostly Scotty because I was busy watching NWA Enough Said. Uh, but, uh, you know, hey, uh, NWA Enough Said sold out in Tampa. So uh, the crowd was there 
It was a, sort of a mixture of a wrestling crowd and a Fox News crowd, as I always like to describe yeah. it. Um, the crowd, there was a moment where Tyrus said that uh, wrestling fans may not like him, but he w- has millions of fans that watch him every single day, five nights a week. Uh, and then the crowd popped big for that. So I was like, oh, okay, there are some Fox News fans here supporting Tyrus. So, uh, yeah, no, we'll get to all that stuff. We'll get uh, to all right, that let's, stuff. All right, let's get to the show. I, wanted, I don't want to talk about NWA anymore. I'm, like, dying over here. I don't have to say anything about it. You didn't even watch it. Uh, you're already dying. Uh, pre-show, enough said. Uh, La Rosa Negra defeats Missa Kate. Very good match. Legitimately gave it three and a quarter. Very good match. Uh, this match probably got higher rating than most matches do for it, mine, which it, is terrifying. It was like the second or third best match on the card, like legitimately. Uh, Missa Kate, I think, is solid. La Rosa Negra, I walked away from her. I, I like a lot of her wrestling. I think she's really good. I think she's a really underutilized indie talent. I like seeing her in the NWA in this spot because that's kind of how I feel like the NWA should be. The NWA at this point should almost be like a like a big old indie in terms of like people going up the ladder, but it's yeah. never used that way. Um, but I thought she did very well here. All of her moves, her finish of like she had this beautiful split legged frog splash that looked beautiful. Um, and yeah, no, I legitimately I walked away from this. I was like, hey, you know. If they build her up properly and she stays with the company a little bit longer and, you know, they wanted to go for it, I honestly think she could be the person that beats Camille. But uh, we'll see what happens there. But I, I really enjoyed La Rosenegra here. Dak Draper and Mims defeated the Outlaws, Blake Troop and Jax Dane. Oh, you're not doing it justice. It's bulletproof Blake Troop, of course. Uh... <laughs> So I did the research during the show. Bulletproof Blake Troop, former MMA guy. This guy came out, no shoes or anything, no boots, just his feet. Uh, Former MMA guy. He last won, I think, in 2018. He had two canceled bouts. Then he lost in 2019. He had a match scheduled in in March 12th of 2020, and then the pandemic started. And then he never, never did MMA again. Transitioned into wrestling i think he might be trained by jack stain or something i'm unsure uh but yeah this match was uh some heel heat stuff and <laughs> dak draper wrestling well mims being a solid solid prospect for the company but uh, never i think you've already it. given the people too much information hey i'm reviewing it i'm reviewing uh, it uh, you're reviewing it but i promise you no one's gonna care about blake troop after this i don't care about I, don't, I didn't care about blake <laughs> troop during this uh odinson beat joe alonzo yeah, Joe Alonzo, I think he's like a Sammy Guevara friend kind of guy, person. Uh, well, his his ratings on cage match are 1-7, and 1-1. So not high. Uh, he was fine. The match was basically just like Speedy Gonzalez, Joe, Gonz- Joe Alonzo, uh, just running around the ring and stuff versus Otison just doing big power moves and stuff. And now it, it was a very simple, fine match. So it is what it is. Uh, Merc Mercurio and Natalia Markova defeated Genocide and Maxine Paler. One half of the uh TJPW Princess Tag Team Champions match, Maxine Paler. I just want to point that out. I'm glad you brought that up because in the kayfabe of the NWA, Maxine Paler is not good at tag team matches. Uh, because she can't get along with her her tag team members. 
because she's Max the Impaler. Yeah, no. Uh, I was like, huh, okay, well, she is a current tag team champion in Japan, but that's fine. That's fine. This was also, if I'm not mistaken, the return of Genocide because she was coming back from injury. Oh, um, thank God. And I think this is also technically like sort of a return for Maxine Paler as well. Um, and then Mercurio, Nalit, and Telly Markova are just like the hot group tag team. Uh, it was uh, a fine match. Uh, it was pretty decent, but then they just did like some uh, Genocide. Max can't get along. Genocide got pinned. Uh, it is what it was. But, it was, you know, final match. I'm going to say a lot of fine matches on this show, but there's nothing. None of these were bad. None of these were bad, I would say. I would like service, serviceable, watchable this pre-show. This card tells me otherwise. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right. We had a Singapore Cade match. I believe this is Cade, but it says Singapore can. So it wasn't, so it wasn't Singapore can. They brought out a can that it's all the way from Singapore. Uh, they just oh. smashed each other. No, no, I'm kidding. Tom uh, should, Latimer defeated Fodder. I should say they ended their pre-show at 7.53, and the pay-per-view didn't start till 8.00. So they are it like they had seven minutes more of airtime that they could have done that they just didn't do at all. They gave you seven minutes to drain you. Yeah, it was seven like, minutes hey. to just sit there in silence and be like, all right, let's see what's coming up next. Uh, that was uh, Tom Latimer. Is this Bram? Is that him? Is that him? Yes. Yeah. This is old Bramster. Um, Isn't he a piece of shit or something? Mm, yeah, no, I think I don't know if he's a piece Domestic of shit. Domestic violence issues. Alright, sounds good. Cool, 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 cool. Um uh good, good, good match. I thought it was a good I match. I don't know if he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if he's a piece of shit. There's a chance. And, There's a solid chance. And that's the Tom Latimer review. Anyways. <laughs> but I would say the match was good. They utilized Singapore Kane stuff well and just didn't overdo it, didn't underdo it. I believe it. you mean can. My apologies. The Singapore can. They uh, utilized it well. Didn't overdo it. Just a solid match here. Fodder. NW- Fodder is fine. <laughs> Fodder has the appropriate name. Uh, NWA World Junior Heavyweight title. Kerry Morton defeated Alex Taylor. Who the hell is Alex Taylor? He's like a, a journeyman sort of. I just, I just want to point out every single person I click on this has like the worst cage match reviews I've ever seen. <laughs> On a roster. Alex Taylor is a guy that is super green, but I think is a potential prospect. He moves quick. He's got a good look. He's just, he doesn't sell well. Uh, and he's just, he's still getting there. He, he's still got a lot of seasoning left in him. Kerry Morton, obviously, he's the son of Ricky Morton, so he can sell he's well. 21. Wow. Um, I admit, this match was really, pretty good. I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, they yeah, start- I see you saved yourself there. You said almost said really, and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty good. Uh, they went out there and they went quickly. It was like a you know hot start junior match where they just went at each other, mm. started running, started doing flips and and, and arm cool. drags and all that stuff. It was very good. Uh, honestly, it was a very good match. Uh, it was just the little notes of like you know these guys are still a little bit green. Kerry Morton, I think, is a little more seasoned than uh, Alex Taylor. Alex Taylor is just. He's got a good look. He's got a good base of move sets. He just uh, isn't quite there yet. He just needs to figure out selling. I think for the, for those wondering, Alex Taylor is twenty eight. Kerry Morton is twenty one. Uh, yeah, Kerry Morton. How is Kerry Morton? Is he, you think he's going to be a big deal? Does he have that in him? I think he has something in him. I don't. I mean, he's not going to be like you know your next Ricky Morton. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I, I don't know. He's not going to be your next Ricky Morton. I don't think. 
I think he could get close. I don't know. I think like I think his ceiling is like Dustin Rhodes to Dusty Rhodes. You know what I mean? Like not he's not he's not going to be like an all time legend like Ricky yeah. Morton or Dusty, but he's going to be or Cody. Yeah, mm-hmm. or Cody, yeah. <laughs> or Cody. But he's going to be <laughs> extremely solid. You That's know, he's, good. He's going to be extremely solid. So I think you know he's twenty one. He's got he's already got very solid at twenty one. So I think it's I will, a lot of left. I will say when I see um, these NWA shows, I do kind of try to look out for the young prospects mm-hmm. that couldn't figure out. He's one of them. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to hear he has something there. I think the Dusty comp is a good one. Not everyone could be Cody. They always need – you need some Dustins, you know? Yes. Not everyone could be Cody. Uh, Thrill Billy Silas yes. defeated Kratos, a.k.a. J.R. Kratos. Match of the night. Uh, Match of the night. That's right, That's Scotty. actually – that couldn't be less shocking for me. You love, love J.R. Kratos. And you know who else I love? That's right, Thrill Billy Silas. <laughs> they had on the, not the live NWA Power, but the most recent episode of NWA Power, they had a singles match that was really good, and they stepped it up here, Scotty. You're watching, whoa, 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 whoa. You're watching NWA Power now? Uh, no, I'm not watching NWA Power now, but I knew I lost a bet, so I had to do some research, and I do know <laughs> some storylines going into this. Did more work than I would have. I uh, that's fair. That. But they had a really good match on here. This match was not announced for the card. They slapped it on. Uh, uh-huh. They slapped this match onto the show. It was never advertised. Uh, this match was really good. I went three and a half. Uh, this match is a really good match. Thrill Billy, he's got good size. He's got a lot of energy. He could have promo before the match with with so much conviction. It was a very good promo. It was a very, very good promo. Um, I'm a big Thrill Billy Cyrus fan. I think this guy has got something. He's got the energy. He's got the the chutzpah. I think he's going to get something one day. I think he could be a potential like national heavyweight challenger champion. Who knows? Kratos. I was complaining online on Twitch. I am a big fan of Kratos. But also, do you know, Scotty, that Kratos, as long as he's been in the NWA... Has not even challenged for the world heavyweight title. Really? Really. I looked this up. Never You're... challenged. And yet Tyrus is champion. Yes. You know, I, I think these guys are, this is a good mid-card feud that they're building out here. Um, but I think Kratos should be a world ta- challenge, world title challenger. Thrill Billy Cyrus could be a, a national title challenger. Maybe a champion. I think he's got he's got a good build, good look. He's getting a little bit uh, more muscles on him, which is good for Silas. And I didn't even talk about the finish of this match, Scotty. So during the match, you know, you get the exposed turnbuckle spot. Kratos rips it off. It's Chekhov's turnbuckle. You know, we'll get back oh, to it later. During the match, at some point, Silas is at the at the corner. Kratos is coming full steam at him. Silas moves out of the way. Kratos hit box his head onto the. Uh, the uh, turnbuckle falls away, and he does a blade job, and uh, and then you you know he you know Silas goes for the pin, uh, and you hear and you hear like Joe Galley on commentary, oh Kratos, I think he's bleeding, I think he's bleeding, and then they cut to a closer shot, and Kratos is gushing blood. I said on the stream he looked like he was Eddie Guerrero in that JBL chair shot. <laughs> 
gushing blood. All he was in there was a puddle, literally a puddle in the canvas. Uh, and then Thrillbilly Silas pinned him. Uh, he had blood on his hands. He licked the blood. He put it all over his face. We got a blood feud going on now. A mid-card blood feud that I'm super into, Scotty. Ryan is fired up. I am fired up. Kratos. Silas. Thrillbilly Silas. I thought this guy was going to be nothing Thrillbilly Silas. I was like, all right, this looks, he looks silly or whatever. He's got great height. He's like taller than Kratos, I think. He's got a good build on him. This guy's got something, Scotty. You got to check him out. He's the future of pro wrestling. I gen- uh, genuinely, genuinely, if you're going to watch um, any match from the show, it's that match. I'm not. I'm I not highly recommend worry. this one. I, I will. You got to watch it. <laughs> you got to watch it, Scotty. Um, he doesn't even have a cage match profile. <laughs> that's, how new, that's how new he is to this thing. Yeah. Um. All right, the best wrestlers on the entire show. The Renegade Twins won the NWA World Women's Tag Team Titles by defeating Pretty Empowered, Ella Envy, and Kenzie Page in nine minutes and one second. This makes me very happy. This is the happiest I've ever seen with anything from the NWA. Uh, This is the one time I'm going to give any two cents on this show because I didn't watch it. Um, I think they're incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I think that they've shown every single time they've got an opportunity in AEW that they are going places. Uh, I think they're like 22. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're, they're really good for their age. So seeing them, this is this, this right here is what the NWA is supposed to be for in my opinion. Let the people that are, you know, coming out of nightmare factory and all these other places, get some work and then, you know, they can leave, but at least they, you know, it's more exciting than Kevin Kylie jr. Which we'll get to in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I said this on the stream. Is it like, this is exactly what the NWA should be is, you know, servicing up these indie talents to put them on a bigger stage, get them a lot more experience. The renegade twins have been very good on AEW. They've getting a lot better, especially Charlotte. I thought Robin was always ahead of Charlotte and Charlotte's been getting a lot better. Uh, well-deserved, a surprise, but well-deserved. Ella Envy is someone that is still very green, but I, I will also say that Kenzie Page is really good. Um, she's really good as well. I would throw her in there of like young talent like the Renegades, who is really good and has gotten a lot better. Kenzie Page, she's like slimmed down a bunch. She's got a great gear, great look, um, great move set, a lot of energy. You know, like she's just she's a very solid, you know talent you know indie talent thing that i would love yeah. for her to break out more um break out She's out of the going south a little somewhere bit more. soon is she I, th- I saw her name pop up somewhere i think she's going to eve Ooh, that's a good spot for her that's a good spot mm. for her she needs to break out of the south that's what she needs to do mm. she's still very young but she she's is very 20. i think she's very good she's yeah she's 20 yeah she's very young She's very good for her age. And I think she is like, she is someone that like a Carrie Morton esque person that she's like, she's super young and pretty good. And I think she's got a lot left in her. Do you know who she was trained by? Um, uh, 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 uh yes. Yes. Oh crap. What is his name? Let me just say it. Uh, yes, please. Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yes. I was, I was and, saying- and, Glenn Jacobs. I was about to say because they had she went to their school. Uh, that's in, pretty in Knoxville. That's pretty big. 
Yeah, no, I was gonna say Pritchard, but when I thought of, when I said Pritchard in my head, I was like, no, that's Bruce Pritchard. Uh, like, that's, that's not right. Yeah, no, she's pretty good. Uh, I like. I think she is undoubtedly going to be something. A real prospect. Yes, I think. I she's didn't know she was twenty. I saw her pop up. Uh, what was the promotion that didn't last long? It was an all women's promotion. I thought they were gonna be pretty cool. Um. Ooh, uh, wow. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't remember. Wrestling Women's it's... Army is that still around? The Maria um, Canellas promotion. No, I don't know if it's still around. Uh, but either way, uh, she is someone that has kind of jumped out quickly, and uh, mm-hmm. it looks like she's going to Prestige too. Maybe. Ooh. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, she is, I think, uh, someone that is yeah. a very solid prospect. I think yeah, she's a legitimate she's, prospect. It's very cool. Good for her. Um, I didn't know she was so young. She was actually younger than the Renegade Twins, which I was not ready for. Um, but it, good for her. I'm happy to hear that she's standing out again to play to that NWA thing. Now, I, you know, you said this card was uh, pretty good for the first half, and I, yeah. I, I have found where... The show may have started to fall off a cliff. Yeah, all of the, um, like all of these matches have been like I, I think yeah. I went at like, a young talent. Yeah, I think the lowest I went was maybe like two and three quarters, and the highest I went was like three and a half. Like that's the that range was of matches for Tom here. Tom Latimer and and fodder, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean that was I, I thought that was solid. You know, very not everyone can have throw throw Billy Silas. You know, that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> I I do think uh, NWA has a lot of like young talents that they're cultivating. That I think are legitimate prospects: Kenzie Page, Kerry Morton, the Renegades, through Billy Silas. I say, but I imagine he's way older than all of those guys. Um, they have a lot of young prospects. Mims, they've been slowly building up as well. I think he is Mims. I think he could be a eventual solid mid Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think we're getting there. It, we're getting there. It seems to me. And I think this is kind of the thing I look for with this promotion because I never watched it when they were actually a little popular. Yeah. And I will still never watch it. Is that the one thing they seem to do well is find these young talents that break out mm-hmm. or these unknown, like a Ricky Starks, for example. Yep. Even a Zicky Dice. I know he doesn't do too much of an impact, but he's does enough that he's popular and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, EC3 defeated Kevin Kylie Jr. And I've seen the video <laughs> of, of this guy. I so so what I first saw was the like them staring down. And I said to myself, why is he wrestling? <laughs> I said, why is Alex Riley wrestling? Kevin looks- Kylie Jr. folks is Alex Riley. And I just looked at him and I said, did he not know he was supposed to be wrestling? Like, did he not even like put in that? Like he just wore a t-shirt and pants and sweatpants. And it was like, yeah, it was like if one of us just got up, got into the ring and mm-hmm. said, all right, let's go. EC three. He looked like a, he had a full on dad bod. You know, take off that shirt and he's got a full on. Dad oh, yeah, bod. Yeah, I saw yeah. The NWA t-shirt. He got in the back black pants you know adidas shoes some elbow pads knee pads it literally looks like he was a fan got up and wrestled yeah he he was not good the, tried to do the match was he the match was incredibly himself. bad it's ec3 who is completely washed at this point i gave this match a one um it was bad it was a bad match i think one might be a nice uh <laughs> it was a bad match it sucked all of the air out of the room all the air out of the stream 
Uh, Kevin Kiley just like it was just a lot of like nothing, you know, just like lockups and rest holds and all this stuff because EC3 can't awesome. go anymore. And then, you know, you get Kevin Kiley, you know, a little bit of hope spot. All right, he's going for something. Takes off the shirt, runs to the <laughs> rope to do a dive that I've never seen him do before, but then just stretches his arms out and then f- just hits the turnbuckle, flips over, lands on his back, just completely dust, wipes out. EC3 is like, they stand there, they're checking on him because he just looked like he died. EC3 rolls him back into the ring. Uh, Kevin Kiley's still selling. You know, face onto the mat, still selling. EC3 just, uh, uh, um, I believe he's sitting next to him and says, stay away from wrestling. Puts him into like a, a, a submission hold and then Kevin Kiley immediately taps out. I should also say EC3 signed an NWA contract during that night. They announced that he signed an uh, NWA contract officially. Jesus. All right. Yeah, Um, this was bad. Now, I will say there is the chance, there is a very small, I'll say 10% chance, 3% chance even, that this spot was planned. My conspiracy hat is it's EC3. He signed up the company, so maybe he's like he agented this match a little bit more. And Kevin Kylie, he did the rope, but it wasn't like a full-on dive and he just dusted. It's like he he hit something so that he can turn and he landed on his back and landed safely. So that's where I'm like, there is a three percent conspiracy an EC conspiracy that I think that there is a that he that this was all planned. But and also coming out like a fucking dad. I thought maybe I was like, this is too weird to just be normal. If this is normal. I was like, why do they ever bring this guy on? But I don't know. It looked bad. They called him the rare breed and he looked like shit. Kevin Kylie. So I don't know. It, it, it could have been on purpose. If it was on purpose. Uh, get it off my screen. I never want to see it again. Is that what you were hoping for uh, when we uh, pitched the NWA enough said? No, I I hate this company. <laughs> uh, La Rebellion defeated Blunt Force Trauma by DQ. <laughs> this match, as you can see there, is six minutes. I think they botched the ending. <laughs> Good. <laughs> because it ended by DQ because Aaron Stevens punched one of the La Rebellion members, I don't remember which one, in the face, in blatant view in front of the referee, and the referee immediately called DQ. And I immediately thought of, oh, I think they just botched the ending because it looks like they botched the ending. Because then, like, uh, Roddy Mac tries to go for a pin, and it's like, no, 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 don't pin him. Uh, let's beat the guys down. And it just it looked like shit. It, again, it was after the EC3 match. The match started off pretty well here in this tag, but uh, I'm pretty sure they botched the ending. So great stuff. Chris Adonis defeated Trevor Murdoch. Ugh. A two and a half star match, you know, completely serviceable, completely fine by the paint by numbers. They they were working the shoulder of Chris Adonis, and then it just sort of, you know, it's it's not a it's not a leg selling match for old Chris Masters here. You know, it's uh, just a normal normal match here. 
Camille successfully defended the NWA Women's World, oh, sorry, World Women's Championship against Angelina Love in a no DQ. What are we doing? I was actually quite surprised by this. I was expecting some shenanigans with like Fodder or Tom Latimer, and there wasn't any. They just had a straight up no DQ match. Um, it was good. It was good. A lot better than I thought. I thought this match was gonna be awful. It was fine. It was a lot better than I thought. Uh, some steel chair shots. Uh, Camille, uh, uh, I think speared Angelina Love through a table and it broke in half. Exactly, it was hilarious. Uh, she got cut open. Camille got cut open by a trash can. Um, a- on accidentally. Uh, unlike Kratos. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It was better than I thought. Sure. <laughs> um. The NWA national title, Scion, defeated Homicide in 16 minutes and 26 seconds. Yeah, long-ass match that had no need to be this long. There were sections of it that were good, and then there were sections of it where Scion is holding Homicide down, asking him to apologize to his dad, Austin Idol. And I'm like, oh, come on, shut up. Let's wrestle. Let's do some stuff, guys. So, uh, yeah, unnecessarily long. Just didn't quite uh, get there. But, you know, the wrestling that was there was good. So you take it what, you know, it's NWA. You know, I'm not going to say that, like, when I say, like, these are good or anything, I'm not saying these are, like, New Japan, AEW-level matches. It's the fucking NWA. It's a bunch of indie wrestlers, right? And washed-out talents. You know? Bad indie wrestlers. Well, there you know, there's some prospects in there. There's bad CCW indie wrestlers. books most of the decent ones. There's prospects in here. And then there's washed-out uh let quote unquote legends uh no you know what what nwa is no you know what i'm done i'm done with this you know what nwa is it has a few prospects as they should but what they mostly have is wwe mid-card slash undercard guys who no one else wants to pay because they fucking blow yeah that's that's what this company is trevor murdoch chris adonis tyrus like EC3, yep. Alex Riley. Do <laughs> I need to point out anyone else? Yes. Great. I'm happy that they have the likes of a Kerry Morton and the Renegade Twins and Kenzie Page because that's what they should be booking towards. Mm-hmm. But they have so many of these fucking scrubs that are their main event that it's impossible to try and watch the show because they all suck. I talked about this on the stream. Sucking. I talked about this on the stream. They have all these young talents and people moving up the ladder, but there is a ceiling that they get capped off at uh, or shoved to, uh, to the side because what they want to actively do is sell tickets off of a former WWF WWE wrestler's name, like an Adonis, like a Murdoch, like a Tyrus, like a Matt Cardona, like an EC3. All these people. One of the reasons Kratos has never gotten a, t- a title challenge is because they've been doing Masters, Chris Masters and Murdoch and Cardona and Tyrus and I guess Nick Aldis to a certain extent at one point. Like that's one of the reasons Kratos has never challenged. Also because Kratos is heel and they don't have any babyface champions. Nick Aldis was, I believe, a heel during his run. Uh, uh, Matt Cardona was a heel. Trevor Murdoch won the title and immediately became a heel. Tyrus is weirdly a heel to wrestling fans and a face to Fox News fans. I don't know what's happening there, and I'll talk about a promo he cut in the night as well. But it is like a is a ceiling where 
None of these people can actively become bigger stars in this company because they're all get capped off by a bunch of former WWE wrestlers that come into this company to, so that they can sell tickets. Because that's the thing is that they, they started deciding to become a touring company. So they need people to tour with to sell tickets for. Terrible. And it's not a good sticks. idea. They, they should just stay and do what they were doing of Atlanta tapings. Just stay there, develop talent, put, get some people over. And, and do that. Instead, they're becoming a touring company, and they need these guys to tour with. And it's, it's dumb. And it's stupid. And I don't like it. And go ahead. What's, what's next? The NWA World's Heavyweight Championship Tyrus defeated Matt Cardona. So this is the culmination of all that nonsense that we were talking about. Uh, earlier in the night, Tyrus cuts a promo. And again, he's the babyface of the feud. You have to remember all of this is that Tyrus is the babyface of the feud. Uh, and he says Thanks that warning. he <laughs> does not care what people online on their internet screens say about him. He doesn't give a shit about them. Basically doesn't care what they say uh, because, uh, and he continues the same thoughts live in front of the rest of the audience because he is uh, more popular than all of them. He's the, I believe he said he's the most watched uh, uh, wrestler today because, and I said this point during the show, you want, you don't want to know why he's the most watched wrestler of today? Because he's, it's not for wrestling. All the stuff that NWA is focusing around Tyrus is not because of his wrestling. It's because he's on Fox News, which happens to sadly be the most watched television show, television channel in America right now. Because of how America is right now. You know, he can say that I don't give a shit what the wrestling fans think of me because I know I and the you know, Fox News fans love me. The problem is, Tyrus, is that you're on a fucking wrestling show. <laughs> you're not on Fox News. You're not on fucking Gutfeld. You're on fucking NWA working a match. And this match, by the way, was the culmination of Tyrus bullshit. And because the referee gets knocked, knocked down not once, but twice, so that Rolando Freeman, this five-foot pipsqueak, can come out and hit Tyrus with a chair. Tyrus no-sells it, and uh, then beats the crap out of Rolando Freeman. Uh, Matt Cardona knocks the referee out again, and uh, then Mike Knox comes out, who is a Matt Cardona partner, and uh, beat down Tyrus, but then Knox gets thrown out at some point. The referee wakes up. Tyrus beats up Matt Cardona and wins. Tyrus is able to fight off three people and still win as the babyface, but this is a six foot something, 300 pound dude called the Manster that I'm supposed to cheer for as the babyface, and then cuts a promo afterwards and says that I don't care what wrestling fans think because I have Fox News fans that love me. Who gives a shit, my guy? You're not over in wrestling the sport uh, you're in. 25 minutes of this show because there's just so many matches. If he doesn't um, care about wrestling, then why wrestle? He doesn't. And that's he the just problem. Shows up. That's he just the shows problem. Up for a world title. He's not good. He was never good. He fucking sucks. And Bully Ray yeah. was on commentary. I totally oh, I thought... saw what match they teased. I saw. Well, I'll get to that. On commentary, I thought he was going to get involved in the match because it was Bully Ray. He didn't get involved in the match. He played it straight. He's he actually came out and uh, came out. The crowd was completely dead from the slew of bad matches and boring matches. Uh, he came out, and the first thing he said to the camera is, let's wake up this crowd. 
thought that was fantastic. He came out, woke up the crowd a little bit, played babyface. Cool, cool, cool. I hope he wins the title. So he played it straight. He was kind of feuding with Matt Cardona a little bit in this match. Afterwards, he gave a lot of respect to Tyrus. And then Tyrus dunked on wrestling fans and said that he has Fox News fans that love him. The crowd popped to that. And then he said that he also respects Bully Ray for what he's done in this business. But just because he respects him doesn't mean they have to be friends. Uh, but said that because he respects him, he will sign any contract, any stipulation whatsoever. He'll put the title on the line against Bully Ray because he respects him. So that doesn't mean you have to be friends. And then he left. Again, he's the babyface cutting a heel promo, essentially. Sucks. And uh, the match that they're not just teasing, but he, Tyrus the Champion, has already technically agreed to whatever it will be is Tyrus versus Bully Ray for the NWA World Heavyweight title. This sucks. Which in, I'll do a slight defense of the NWA. You run that match again in Tampa in a bigger venue because you already sold out this one with Bully Ray, who weirdly helped sell out the Atlanta hard to kill impact show, uh, you, you know, with busted open. Uh, you know, you do that in a bigger venue in Tampa. That's what you should do. Billy Corrigan. I doubt it's going to be in Tampa. It'll probably be somewhere else. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, Silly, silly business, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm not excited about that match. Slog of the last half is dumb. The NWA hierarchy of wrestlers are incredibly stupid when your world champion does not care about wrestling. Really? It's all very frustrating. Because it's what's really also frustrating about it, Scotty, is that it ultimately the prospects don't really matter. It's their prospects for other companies to eventually yes. take. As they should be. No one should waste their time in that stupid company with Billy Corrigan at the helm. Which is stupid because if you're a good booker, you should be keep trying to keep those people on and make them your champions of tomorrow. But instead, you're just circling the drain on whatever other WWE superstars you can pick up. Uh, as they, they the company they you know what they've done you know what nwa has done before we move on they have done what people say impact does to the absolute extreme yes yes they they bring in people who don't offer any any interest outside of whatever this uh, I'm, I'm not talking about nwa anymore let's move well on. impact impact like used to do that they don't really do that anymore that's like they used that... to do it but they didn't bring in this bad no, well, they did bring in Tyrus and Chris Masters at one point, and but that was also yeah, Billy Corgan was running that company either, though. That's oh, true. There you go. Billy, yeah, Billy Corgan was also working in Impact at one point. There's uh, a difference between having the main event and just having them there. Yeah, but they don't. But they don't still do that. I mean, like they it was brought also in Bully a Ray. Younger. But, yeah, it's it's frustrating, and they're building up. And, and Impact is building up new wrestlers of tomorrow. I mean, they've done it so with Ace Austin. They've done it so with Chris Bay. Done so with Josh Alexander. You know. You know, they gave a platform to Mike Bailey, you know, and, and he's just uh, killing it. And no, I like Impact. I don't like NWA, so. Yeah. I was kind of, def- I meant to defend Impact with that comment. Oh, no, yeah. No, I, I'm also defending Impact. Is that they they are not what the sort of like, oh, ex-WWE wrestling company. That company is the NWA currently. That, that stigma that Impact has should be fully yeah. on the NWA. Yeah, they will bring in any person that had any sort of life in wwe but well let's please move on we have so much good to cover the rest of the way <laughs> let's get to it new japan new beginning in osaka uh in the Edeon arena osaka uh oh actually no look at this 
I was trying to look up, uh, see how the Noah card did. Uh, they had the new beginning Osaka was in the same arena as Noah, uh, the Edeon Arena Osaka. Uh, new Japan, new beginning had 4,055 people. New, Noah had like 2,000 people. So that gives, gives a little uh, perspective there. That's about right. Uh, <laughs> that's about right. And uh, yeah, no. Uh, how much of the show did you see? Because I only watched two matches on the show. I watched every match from Wato and Ishimori on. All right. Well, then we'll start there. Taiji Ishimori versus Master Wato in a singles match. Taiji Ishimori wins uh, 11 minutes and 18 seconds. What do you think of this? Match was fine. Uh, Wato looked good again, which is kind of what I look for in these matches now is that how good does Wato look with the big opportunities um, based off of last month's uh, Wrestle Kingdom show. Yeah, but he looked good. Obviously, he lost, but uh, I think he's gonna, he's definitely going to be junior champion. And when he is, he will be ready. Did Taiji Ishimori work? He did. Actually, he put he he had some working boots on. He didn't uh, just uh, take the night off That's completely. That's super good to hear. Yeah, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Kenta. A nice little singles match here. Hiroshi Tanahashi lost his front teeth earlier at some point in some other show. Uh, eating a power the, bar. Eating a power bar. He lost his front. So, teeth. Those are his fake teeth. So those are fake teeth, anyways. Oh, I see. Yeah, so he was eating a power bar or something. I read and. He lost them. Wow. And he just didn't put them back in until he didn't put them back in for this and that. So I'm sure he'll have them back in for next week. So that he could be Kenta versus uh, the Fang, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> I did see this match. I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was Kenta and Tanahashi. There was some shenanigans, but ultimately I think it was good. I sit here and I just think about, I just think to myself, man, what if, what if we had these two in their prime? Yeah, it would have been unreal. Uh, I did like that uh, Tanahashi teased like an alliance with Kenta after the show. If that's the direction they wanted to go with Bull Club up in arms and they wanted to have Ta- Tanahashi and Kenta just be a tag team, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I thought Kenta's say... still great, he just does the Bull Club stuff, so like you know, that only can. Unless you're Jay White, that usually ruins matches. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we saw those no- Noah Kenta matches. Guy can still go. Sure yeah, he was he was he was giving it he was giving it to Tanahashi a little bit towards the end of this, which is great. But uh, he still can't be full Kenta yet. Also, his hair is to start. Never open weight six man tag team title match. Uh, new champions here: El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita. Otherwise, now known as Strong Style, uh, defeated the former champions Evil Show and Yujiro Takahashi. This match right here is the reason House of Torture exists. It is to put over someone like a Red Narita. They had the crowd in the palm of their hands from the very beginning, attacking Narita, Suzuki, Desperado, leaving Narita laying on the ramp so that when Narita got his shit together and was able to get down there and tag in, the crowd lost their minds, and he tapped Yujiro out to win the belts. I loved the way they executed this match. I love the strong style trio. Everything about this was perfectly executed. This is why we love House of Torture in this house. 
Well, I do have sad news to report, Scotty. Uh, since they lost the titles, and this is you know the, the not the necessarily end of House of Torture, but uh, you know this title reign has finally come to a close. I think we can officially say it is the end of one specific thing. Hot boy summer. And I'm foul. They bring the torture. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Show uses a wrench. <laughs> and then there's Dick Togo. And you, Jiraho. Because it's Hot Boy Summer. Hot Boy Summer. Hot Boy Summer. Hot Boy Summer. Oh, that's an all timer right there. <laughs> <laughs> Show uses a red. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite bit. The show uses a red. <laughs> that's all. We're, the, we're, we have a good time here, folks. All, all he adds to the group. <laughs> he oh. does. He did. He did use a red. I don't know if he uses it anymore. Hot boy summer is is turned into hot boy fall officially. I guess. It's a uh, strong style summer now, baby. Yeah, baby. I like strong style because it gives me uh, BCC vibes. Yeah, but um, they might actually help each other. Ooh, ooh hot damn. Uh, Poor Brian Danielson. Loser leaves Japan match. Hikaleo defeats Jay White in 25 minutes, 8 seconds. I did watch this match as well this morning. Uh, but let's get your thoughts first, Scotty. What do you think of this match? Uh, this match was way better than I expected it yeah, to be. Yeah, <laughs> same. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It this wasn't is how you put over like, Hikaleo. Carl, yeah, it Carl. Wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like great, um, but it was a lot better than I expected. Yeah, it was probably the best Hikaleo match I've seen, at least singles wise. Um, and I think it's a tale of how good Jay White is. Yeah, honestly, at the end of the day. Uh, it's so weird that this is actually happening. Yeah, so let's talk about that, right? Jay White. <laughs> loser leaves Japan. He currently has a match scheduled for New Japan Battle in the Valley against Eddie Kingston, who just had the bow out of the Fi show for having an undisclosed injury. Yep. So that is w- worrisome. Uh, yep. is Because w- who knows if he's going to even wrestle for the Battle in the Valley show. Yeah. Jay White, loser leaves Japan. He's gone for Japan. They really sold it. I thought the ending of this match was fantastic of Jay White just sort of succumbing to the idea of, I can't do this. You know, one last, too sweet. Hikaleo's like, sure. Slams him down, gets pinned. Uh, Tanahashi thanks Jay White. Uh, Jay White leaves. He gets a post-match promo saying, you know, hey, uh, Eddie Kingston will see you in Battle in the Valley, and if I win, Gato, maybe you can come over with me and to America. So, what do you think? Is he gone from New Japan fully? Is he going to AEW? Is he going to WWE? Is he just going to be New Japan stateside moving forward? Um, he's going to find a way to go back into Japan. What does this mean for Bullet Club? The leader is no longer allowed in the country. Uh, what What does this mean? His contract is his next contract that he signed on the dotted line will not say New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's that's about where I'm at. That's right. Uh, He's signing with Billy Corgan of the NWA. Can you believe it? They they couldn't even begin to. No, not happen. <laughs> so so. 
Jay White's an interesting, an interesting one because he is going to do great wherever he goes. I, I think as much as people want to like joke about like, oh, he's the next WWE champion or whatever, he is going to be great wherever he goes because he fits American TV more than he fits New Japan, believe it or not. And it would be kind of foolish if he was staying with New Japan to do this because why would you keep him out of Japan? Like, why would you, why would you keep him out guaranteed? Right. It's like, he's either going to AEW and he can go back and forth between this and the U S shows, or he's going to WWE, which does start. It feels like that's more so the role because, and I thought about this. Okay. He put over Hikaleo, the guy that got screwed in the Carl Anderson stuff. He, he just you don't do this whole big hoopla i think if he goes to AEW, it I was really it was quite the write-off yeah it was a good write-off they did a great job him paying respect with tanahashi i thought that was a great moment mm-hmm. especially because they've only mocked each other for years now and when i say he, they i mean jay he mocked tanahashi to begin start this match <laughs> yeah and then they paid respect um i think jay's going to wwe and i think uh He's him and Cody's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would be I would be shocked if he goes to WWE. I I don't really know if he's going to go there. I think he would be a great. If I was WWE, bring him in. The now your audience will have no idea who this guy is, right? Nope. Uh, which but if you say if you say he's Bullet Club or something, that might help. That's true. That's true. Uh. You know, if you if you go to WWE, then uh, you have a great a new great heel talker, uh, which in a weird way uh, might might have hurt MJF's chances at WWE. But I mean, well, I still take him. I I want to say this, and I've said this before. Jay White is everything that I I sometimes wish MJF was. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better heel. I think he's a better promo. I think he doesn't go to the cheap shit as much. I think he's just naturally that guy listen jay white's going to go and sign the biggest contract he gets that's what he's going to do he's in pro wrestling for the money and money alone that is something he's been very open about wrestling is a job to him not a passion not a love first type thing he is doing what every bullet club leader has done and that's leave to wwe well kenny did it so good point you can follow kenny um I hope he goes to AEW because I think he would be their top heel instantly. Um, I also thought maybe he's Adam Cole's opponent yep. at Revolution. Same. I think that would make a lot of sense. You could have Adam Cole lose, I think. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, in his Because if you're building Adam Cole as this big baby face, having him lose his first match back would actually be intriguing. So that's that's where I hope he ends up. But if he goes to WWE, I think he'll be just fine as well. I think if he goes to AEW, we will have an inkling or idea around Battle in the Valley. Uh, mm. Like, I, I, I could see Based off his match with Eddie. Yeah. Based yeah. on his match with Eddie, based on maybe they do an angle or something. I, I, they could do something at Battle in the Valley. I could see that. If you go to the WWE, he's, I don't know, probably he's going to be losing on his way out to Eddie Kingston, which is fine. And then, yeah, go to WWE. AEW always made the most sense to me Same. in case he ever wants to go back to New Japan yep. in any form. Yeah. Because they have the relationship. Um, 
uh, I really hope he does because I think he would be so good in AEW. Yeah, and I think he is instantly. It, it's not just that he'd be great in AEW. They need heels, and Jay White's right. They there. do and they don't. They do and they don't. But <laughs> they. But he is a solid heel. You bring in. He is someone yeah. like he can feud with Adam Cole. You know, he can feud with with other people. Here's how it would go to me. So to me, to me, this is now AEW talk as as it should be. Um, a what AEW has great right now is that they have MJF as their top heel, which yeah. is you know fun. hit or miss lately, but overall I think he's still a hit. Yeah. Right? Swerves developing. Yep. He's clearly going to. He's a great heel. It's just a matter of how quick they want to push him. Yep. And then they got this motherfucker named Roosh. Yeah, who has been nothing but phenomenal uh, the past couple months. Uh, but if Jay White walks in through the door, he's your top heel instantly. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, uh, sure. He's that main event type heel. And I think that's more so where I am definitely in agreement with you. He's They're looking for not only a heel, a main event heel. Yeah. So uh, I hope it's him. I hope he fights Adam Cole at Revolution. Yep. Uh, that That would be the it would make so much sense too um and i hope uh i hope this isn't like the like i said the last of switchblade jay white cause i think he could be switchblade jay white in uh aw in wwe we'll see i mean him and cody will be fun just because that's what they're going to do yeah that would be he would be, he would come in i mean honestly like he would He'll probably beat seth rollins everyone does <sighs> That's a good feud, I guess, because Seth is turning a little face now. Um, yeah, no, if he went to AEW, I could see the Adam Cole match at Revolution being a solid one. I think that's a solid match he put on. Uh, and Again, I think you can see something at Battle in the Valley that would ha- probably happen there, or not this upcoming Dynamite, the next Dynamite. Um, if it's yeah. WWE, we're not going to see this guy until Monday after WrestleMania. Correct. You know, they're going to hold him. Uh, and do a little pop. Uh, unless Triple H fell, unless Triple H had that dog in him. Now he had him ruin Cody's moment. That's that's a dog moment right there. Uh, I but I don't I don't get the impression that Triple H has any sort of dog in him. Um, that, that's a that's a unique sort of dog. I know he doesn't have. In him. That's a th- knowing that this man sided with his father in law is not his wife. Uh, I, yeah. I have the impression that this guy has zero dog. He's just got that bitch in him. This guy has only cat dog supposedly um uh uh, 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 what was i gonna say about jay white uh yeah no the now the question is with jay white if he went to wwe would the crowd know him or recognize him or cheer him or boo him in any capacity if he showed up on like pop he would have to ruin like a cody moment you're right like cody's up there with both titles jay white comes out beats up cody Rhodes. the crowd boos jay white and then they do that they would have to do something because you this debut crowd, him at the right show. Yeah, this crowd would seemingly have no idea who this guy is, uh, and they would have to almost do an angle just so that they can make sure. Oh, he's the heel. He's a bad guy. No, the only reason I could see Jay White going there is because of how great Cody's done. Sure. Now, don't get me wrong; it's very different. Cody not only has the Rhodes name connected to him, but he's been there before. Yep. The only reason I think that he would go there, though, is because there's a chance for success and he got a big fat contract. Um, I don't know. It's intriguing. I'm excited no matter what, though. 
for Jay White, actually, because I think we can all agree his time in New Japan, it, it lost a lot of its luster. It, it's um, If he's not turning face, then he has to go somewhere else. Yeah, which is what I was, I was hoping for that babyface run. Um, but if he's going to play heel, there's a lot of great guys in AEW for him to go against. Uh, in WWE, there's three guys with uh, Cody, Sammy, and sets for him to go against too. So, yeah. but you know, they'd run those out of the, they'd run those quick. So, and eventually AJ Styles, well. you know, Balor, you can throw in there. You know, get, get some Bullet Club stuff in there. Oh, I'm sure they'd love that. We love the club. I wouldn't. Uh, never open weight tile match. Tamatanga versus maybe the new leader of Bullet Club, El Fantasma. I actually thought this match was better than it had any right of being. It was long. Mm-hmm. It was long. Um, but Tamatanga, he has me more interested in his matches than I ever imagined yeah. with him as a singles wrestler because of how over he is. That's what I'm saying. He's super over, super crowd connected. He has a great his mat all of his matches have a great atmosphere, whether it was clap crowd or now with cheering. And I thought Phantasma uh, worked well in this match. I, you know, I'm you. It's very we have. I've said I'm not the biggest Phantasma fan. That's very clear. But I have enjoyed his heavyweight work so far. I think uh, the matches with Shingo were good. I think this was good. Um, it was nice to have the never open weight title have a meaning. I think that's why I also liked it because you know we had the Carl Anderson crap for so long. That seeing Tamatonga get his chance of defending it, like he made that match with Carl Anderson better than it had any right to be, um, and I thought this was uh, this was, this was this was pretty good. I I enjoyed it much more than I expected. So, uh, bravo to them. I think Tamatonga, he he's a guy he's a guy fitting of that title. I don't know who's going to beat him. Uh, I'm sure it'll be some sort of heel, right? But uh, for now, I'm enjoying it. I think uh, you keep it on him for another couple months. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I think he's been having a good connection. His stuff that he's been doing has been working for a while now for me. Obviously, I'm famously loved the Tamatanga Evil match from a while ago. That match had no right to be as good as it was. Exactly right. Uh, but I'm excited. I'd to love see- to see it again because of the cheering aspect and how much more over he is since then. Exactly. I I, I totally agree. Uh, main event here, IWGP World Heavyweight title match. Kazuchika Okada defeats Shingo Takagi. Talk to me. How was this main event? Was it a barn it's, burner? It's one of the best matches of the year, folks. Woo! Uh, it is the best Okada-Shingo match ever. And that's coming from a guy that loves their match from last year's Wrestle Kingdom, that loves the match where Shingo won the belt. This is their best match ever. I can, I can only further that belief by saying this is a match that I knew who won before watching it, and they still had me thinking Shingo Takagi was going to win. This man hit a last of the dragon, and oh my god, Okada kicked out at point nine 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 nine. Um, the crowd was eating out of the palm of their hands. Shingo Takagi, folks, people, people, folks, folks, people. He is 
unbelievably great, no matter when he gets the opportunity, right? He made that KOPW title make sense. He made it have meaning. He made it a title belt. That's what he did. He made that damn thing a title belt. And him getting his big match here after over a year of being out of the main event picture, he he took advantage of that. Every single time it looked like Okada was going to get some offense going, he got shut down. There was one time where Okada was going for the Rainmaker, and Shingo absolutely clocked him with a clothesline of himself. That launched me out of my chair. I was like, let's fucking go. Like, oh, it's just so good. And Okada, guys, guys, I, I know, I know. I understand his current standing in the history of professional wrestling. He's an all-time great, possibly already top 10 all-time. I get it. But I don't know if I've seen him this good, again, since that IWGP world title run, that famous one. He is at that level, if not sometimes show. Like, you and me love that match he just had with Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah. Great, great match. Uh, Despite being overlooked because of the match before it mm-hmm. by a lot of people. It was a fantastic match. This just was the, this was the proof if you needed of where Okada's trying to go mm-hmm. with this reign. And it's that he's trying to put together another all timer. Yeah. Phenomenal wrestling. Uh, Chris Samson said it best. He gets that most match of the year list are going to favor Kenny and Will Ospreay. He gets that. But he would not be surprised at all if you or if pe- a lot of people thought this was the match of the year. Yeah. That's how good that was. And that's coming from a guy like Chris Sampson, who, you know, we had him on the show. He's he says he doesn't like do the star ratings or anything, but he's very honest about that type of stuff. Yeah. And this match was great. One of the best matches of the year. Um along with, you know, we to me, this past week had two of the best matches of the year so far. With this, and then I love Danielson and Roosh. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I watched it without commercials. Uh, I made I made sure I could find that version. Uh, just fantastic stuff. Um, this 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 match is must see. Out of this whole show, this one you go out of your way to ch- uh, check out. It was uh, it was everything you want in an Okada main event. I'm excited to see it. I I'm super jealous that I haven't seen it yet. Uh, do you think this was better or worse than uh, Kento Miyahara versus Yuma, Yuma Aoyagi? Oh, I thought it was better. Ooh, very nice. I liked it better. I thought I thought uh, I thought Kento and Yuma was great, but I thought it was a lot slower than I prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I prefer their match from last year. I thought this was better. Um, that's right. not, and that's coming from a guy who loves Kento. Yeah. I, I think Kento's my number two wrestler of the year so far. It's, you know, Danielson just has many more matches. So it's like not, a, not anyone's fault. Yeah. Um, Kento actually fighting Eugene Nagata next weekend, which is interesting for the belt. So can't wait. Should be interesting. Can't wait. Uh, but Blue no, Justice. This, yeah. We love Blue Justice, but this was, this was that good shit. This was Okada on the top of his game all over again. I can't wait sh- to watch it. And it was big match Shingo, which is like maybe the best wrestler in the world. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch that. And I'm also can't wait to watch speaking of transitions. 
uh battle in the valley happening this upcoming saturday uh nice big card here i don't know what the main event's gonna be uh there's some discussion online of what people prefer I can tell you what the main event's going to be, and it's going to be with the two biggest stars in the history of New Japan. <laughs> for, the, for, for the top title of the company. Uh, yeah, yeah. As much as I would love the IWGP Women's Title Match the main event, which it would have if they didn't add this. Yeah. Um, which the, is so weird that they did because they sold out the show before they announced it. So it's like, it's not like they added it to sell more tickets. <laughs> no, no. It's They're just like, yeah, we're going to do it. No, uh, and they didn't announce right, the match, good. obviously, until last night which is, of course, IWGP World Heavyweight title match, Kazuchika Okada versus Hiroshi Tanahashi on American soil. I am so excited. I wanted this match last year in the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. so bad, and they just didn't do it, and I still don't know why. Now that we're getting it, with how Okada's going, you know, he Okada's playing the heel right now. He kind of played heel in the Shingo match, too. Really? Just a little bit. Yeah, like people were really into Shingo and not him as much, which is awesome if he plays a little more healers because I think he's great at it. Yeah, so far, um, Tanahashi, you know, he can play heel against Tanahashi all day. Yeah, and then we know what he's going to be doing with Kaito. Uh, yeah, oh man, he's going, he's, he's going from run. Shingo this week to Tanahashi on Saturday to Kaito on Tuesday. That is phenomenal stuff this the tanahashi match will probably be the worst of the bunch and that's not really a shot at either of them it's just like it's just like that's how great this one was (laughs) and that's how highly anticipated the kaito one is yeah so this this match is gonna be i mean this match is gonna be great uh yeah they they they're gonna have a great match in their sleep (laughs) (laughs) they could they could just do the the uh, they could do all the classics, and yeah. I think we're all gonna agree it's at least four stars. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, like you know, we're talking about the classics, but we're also talking about a new sort of meaner, rougher around the edges Okada here, you know, black trunks, black boots Okada here. You know, what is that gonna do to old Tanahashi over here? That's gonna destroy this man, knock his teeth out again. All we can, ho- <laughs> all we can hope for is that the stream's good, yeah, that is accurate um filthy rules fight this is no disqualification ring ropes will not be used in this bout so no ropes no disqualification filthy tom lawler versus homicide it's kind of a beast that's kind of of sick i didn't know about the rules part of it i just knew they were wrestling um yeah i'm 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 looking forward to that one that could be uh sort of a blood sport match a little bit yeah uh, did you watch what was the match Uh, the Anthony and, Henry uh Adam Priest match. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. That match, Anthony Henry, that match, the KZ match that you and I talked about. Yeah. Anthony Henry has been killing it. I gave I think the Adam Priest match I gave like four and a quarter on. I went super yeah, it was great. It was a fucking it, great match. Anthony Henry um he tweeted at Noah the other day. I was like, please, for please. the love of God, bring him in. Yeah. Um him and JD Drake and uh against Masaki Amiya and Daikinaba. But if oh, if they can mirror any of that priest match, this should be great. Yeah. And yeah, it's a similar vibe, obviously. No disqualification, yeah. no ropes. Uh it's a similar vibe. I'm very excited. Homicide, you know, I think homicide for me is hit or miss. Tom Lawler, I think, is very good. I think this match should be very good. 
Can agree. Tom Lawler. Good. Uh, this match, weirdly up in the air now. Jay White versus Eddie Kingston. It's up in the air, not because of the guy that might be signing elsewhere. It's up in the air because of Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Um, I think it happens. I don't know. I think... I think Eddie pulling out of Defy was more of caution for the New Japan show. That was my guess. Else. That was hopefully my assumption as well. Uh, which, if that's the case, they're going to have an awesome match. Like it's Eddie Kingston, it's Jay White. Let's not Jay. Let's not act stupid here. They're going to have a great match. I I hope. Based off the Hikaleo match, it looks like Jay is going to have his working boots on for his final matches in New Japan. Yep. So assuming uh, this should, is his final match in New Japan. Right, which you know we we don't know, so uh, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. But this should be great. Yeah, I think this should be solid. Assuming Eddie Kingston's going to be there, I agree. I think it's sort of out of caution. Eddie, I mean, they're still pushing the House of Black storyline on AEW television, so I think yeah. he's still fine. I, if it was a serious injury, they would have cut that storyline. Big match, Eddie. Big match. It's been a while. Eddie. Yeah, but uh, I think I, I, either way, I think Eddie Kingston's going to win. Uh, and uh, Jay White is going to lose, and then we'll see what happens. If Eddie's losing, Jay White's signing with AEW. That's, yeah, that'll probably be true. That'll probably be true. Uh, or if it's a no contest or something. Yeah, that's yeah, that's possible. Uh, Multi man tag here. Here we go. DKC, Kushida, Kevin Knight, Volador Jr. All teamed up to take on the team of Adrian Quest, Rocky Romero, Josh Alexander. And Mascara Dorada. Kind of a beast tag. I'm not going to lie to you, folks. <laughs> it's a beast uh, tag right there. Kushida and Kevin Knight had a really good match with uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay in uh, Impact last week, I think. Yeah. Um, they're really good together. Kevin Knight's so good yes. for being a young lion. He also has gear, so he's not a young lion as much anymore. He's like the new Japan strong version of one, yeah. which you get an actual character after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, guys, Kushida's still really good at this pro wrestling thing. Um, going against, he's going against Josh Alexander in this match, right? Cause they are, I know they, have, Oh, we didn't talk about that. How the Ooh, yeah, uh, multi multiverse match uh, show was announced. We're getting Alexander Kushida and, Oh, I don't know. Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Woo! Mike, he's, he's, wrestling, he's wrestling Speedball and Kota Ibushi the same day, is he not? No, Speedball no, is uh, wrestling Speedball Ospreay, Ospreay and Ospreay Ibushi the same day, yes. Just. <laughs> Great <laughs> stuff, man. Great stuff. I can't wait. And I, I've never... I, I said this last year more so because I was interested in it and it was the first time I was really going to watch it. But this year, I legitimately cannot wait for the collective. Yeah. Uh, this tag match should be very good. I'm very excited about it. Strong openweight tag team title match for the third defense. Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin defending their titles against Jorel Nelson and Royce Isaacs. The West Coast Wrecking Crew. I think uh, this should... Um... This should be good. Yes, I think it'll uh, open some eyes for the West Coast Wrecking Crew against the likes of a Motor City Machine Guns. They've been getting better and better and better every time I see them. They just haven't had a breakout tag match. And Well, if you're going to have one. <laughs> machine Guns are the, a good possibility to have that with. Uh, they, they, they Shout out to Royce Isaacs, by the way, for leaving NWA and going to... New Japan. 
I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, it, it, they need a breakout tag. I hope this is it for them. I don't know, but I would love for it to be that. Because I think they're a great tag team. They just need to break out some more. Uh, 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 oh, wait, hold on. What? Is this a defense? I think it's defense. It's not listed. Never open weight. Uh, the, 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 not the strong never. title? Yeah. Yeah, it's not defense. listed as defense here, but I assumed it was. It was. It uh, was. Fred Rosser versus Kenta. I'm interested. I'm happy Fred Rosser finally gets a title match on one of these shows. I feel like that's like the one thing these uh, big, strong New Japan U.S. pay-per-views never have is the uh, strong title being defended. So mm-hmm. should be good. I'm sure the title will uh, not exist by year's end. But for now, it does. So Yeah. It's interesting that Kenta lost his match against Tanahashi, but... I, but I, you know, and knowing that he's going to challenge for a roster, but I guess also Tanahashi is challenging Okada. So, you know, sort of, you know, you, you, they don't you, care. Yeah. You understand. <laughs> they don't necessarily care about strong. The, the, the show's dying off. Uh, it's dead actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's formally dead. Do you still have the title? Is there a reason to still have the title? You're still doing strong shows technically. I mean, this is under the strong brand, I guess you could say for new Japan. I saw some people say it might just like dissolve into the U.S. title. I say you could just have it dissolve into the never because it's the same premise. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, you can do that. New Japan World TV title match: Zack Saber Jr. versus Clark Connors. Clark Connors had an amazing promo that built up into this match. I would love. I can't wait to see Zack Saber Jr. wrestle as well. Uh, I believe also this weekend Zack Saber Jr. is going to show up in Beyond Wrestling to have a match. So I'm excited to see that as well. Yeah, he's doing U.S. dates all of a sudden. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The pandemic's over, baby. Let's go. He showed up and he was like, yeah, I'll do a few. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, This should be really good. I love the TV title. I think it was the best decision New Japan's made uh, just in terms of the idea of a belt. I was actually thinking to myself the other day, where the hell's Clark Connors been? I'm not even kidding. And then they announced this. I was like, hell yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy was kind of having a little breakout. He got hurt. You know, he was in the uh, junior tag with Taguchi. You know, they did butt stuff. And uh, I was hoping that uh, he got a big match on the show. And he is. So yeah. good for him. him. Him and ZSJ. I'm excited. I am excited as well. This is a great card. Great card. <laughs> Uh, we got some kickoff matches here as well. It's just weirdly you out forgot, of place. You forgot the big match. Well, I know. I'm just going oh, in order of the uh, how Battle of the Valley is listed on the schedule here for New Japan's website, and they just next go to the kickoff matches uh, for whatever reason. Uh, Alex Coughlin versus J.R. Kratos. If he's going to make it, if Silas didn't put him on the shelf. Uh, but uh, Alex Coughlin versus J.R. Kratos, I think these are just going to be two guys, two bulls going at it in the ring. Uh, Two big meaty men yeah, baby. slapping meats. We're going to see Alex Colgan doing like an insane like deadlift German suplex sort of gimmick. Uh, it's going to look great. So I can't wait. Meat. Uh, another kickoff match here. David Finley, who kind of has fallen off the world a little bit, uh, versus Bobby Fish. Not going to watch it. <laughs> Oh, that's that, that's how I sell you on the match. Robert Fish. You know why I'm not going to watch this? Because I'm probably going to be watching Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. heading into the second half of this show. Because mm-hmm. this show starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. Yes, correct. 
which is gnarly stuff. Yeah, not going to be watching live, probably. Probably waking up which, early to watch this one. Yeah, just watch the two main ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably the other main, or maybe the main, if uh, the bank's Sasha stands get in their, get their way. And we're not, can't call them Sasha stands anymore. Uh, Money Marks? Money Marks. I believe they're called The Crew. They should be called, called. They should the be crew. called money marks. That'd be pretty good. That's a good one. I'm gonna, I'm I'm copywriting that now, folks. Trademarking <laughs> now. It's called money marks. No longer Sasha Monet stands. Marks. They're called Monet. My apologies. They're called Monet marks. Uh, Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie IWGP Women's Title Match is Mercedes Monet in her first ever singles match outside of WWE going to win the IWGP women's title before i answer that a lot of people are saying this is a legacy type match for miss monet in that she's talked a lot she's said a lot she's created a lot of anticipation for this i think i said this before also on the show is that this match has to be good to cement her hall of fame potential so yes you did um She did it to herself. Yeah. I I love. I think she, I've said this multiple times. She's the greatest women's wrestler in the history of the U.S. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. But saying that this will be the greatest match of all time, I don't care if she means it or not. This is just, you know she talks a big talk. That's fine. But saying that people will listen and people will take that for like they'll take your word for it. So now it has to deliver. Yeah. Um. This match has to deliver because of, not because of what she said, but because of the importance of it for her, like you said. It, it is the match that sets the precedent of what Mercedes Monet is moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a perfect situation for her. She's doing it in the U.S. It's not even in Japan. So she's going to have a lot of people on her side. We know that crowd sold for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wrestling someone she's wrestled before, so it's not like she won't have comfort there. I'm sure that they've been talking over the past two months. I would hope, hope they just be like, yeah, let's just not talk about this match at all. Um, not only do I think she wins the IWGP women's title here, but I think she, I think she delivers. I, the one thing that Mercedes Monet more often than not does is deliver in that big spot. That's like, that's the reason she has such a following such a, such excitement around her is because more often than not, she does show up. Yeah. And I think she has to show up, you know, we, you know, she has to show up. This is, this is the proving ground, right? This is, you know, this is not just proving your legacy, but proving like, can you do this? Put your money, put your money where your mouth is, Mercedes. They couldn't have given her a better setup Correct. for her first match Correct. out of someone she's faced, mm-hmm. someone that's great, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, Kyrie, I think a lot of us agree she's hitting at that top level now. IWGP women's title match here in the US, not in Japan. So, like, there's a comfort there. Yep. Everything is set up for her. She needs to show up. 
She has to show up. Now, I do think this is going to be, when Sasha Banks says it's going to be the greatest women's match of all time, obviously she's selling a pay-per-view. Yeah, that's fine. That's like when JR says like anything about AEW and how this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, dude, you live through like every decade of wrestling. That's fine. My fear is that this is going to be a great WWE women's match and not a great Joshi match. If that makes sense. That distinction is clear. That's my fear. That's my fear about this match. Which because well, what really what I want this to be is a Joshi match. Yeah. Well, she hasn't wrestled that style yet. So that's the true. But she's been training. Difficulty. I've seen her training. Yeah, but training with a little bit here and there doesn't mean anything. I know. I know. But I mean, I, it needs to be. That's what I really want to need. That's to me I, to stand out and be like, this is who I am now. I I think it needs to be a great Joshi. Here's how this could be a great Joshi match. If Kyrie is hitting that double back fist with full force. Yeah, totally agree. I, Totally that's agree. that's the difference. Yeah. If Kyrie's hitting it like she did in WWE, then guess what? We know what type of match this is. Yes, totally agree. Kyrie hits everyone else with that damn thing. She hit Unagi Sayaka with that damn thing the moment she walked back in the door and started him. She <laughs> should be able to hit Sasha Banks with it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally. I'd love if they opened it up with that, truthfully. Like just like wake up Mercedes, like, all right, you're here now. Yeah. The, I also love I, the, I, I love the theme song. <laughs> I do have a little fear that it takes more than one match for her. She hasn't wrestled in almost a year. You have to remember that too. Yes, the rust is there. Not just the WWE, you know, grossness. Stink. But WWE stink. She's got some rust. She doesn't have non WWE stink. To be fair, though, so I have no like. She didn't have WWE. You know what I mean? Like she's great. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. she she's gonna figure out her own style, and I'm interested to see uh, what she does. She's gonna try a lot of new stuff, I think. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, she, her finish, she had a whole new finish. Yeah, that's true. So I'm I'm very excited for this, but you also have to be cautious. Yeah, I want to hear her. I want to see her do like a running basement lariat. I want to see her do. Yeah. I want to see her do a flosion, an emerald flosion. I want, I want to see her do a sliding D. <laughs> Shout out Masato Tanaka. That's what I want. I want to say, a rising, a rising knee lift. That's if she just absolutely doing. drills Kyrie with like a boom, you'd be like, "All right, she's ready. Let's, let's go." go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to JCW Jersey J Cup. Uh, you checked out some of this show. Uh, what do you think of the J Cup? As it, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, folks. The moment I saw the result, I stopped watching it. Uh, but I did watch the first day. First day, first round, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, good wrestling. This is the clearest I've ever seen a GCW stream in my life. <laughs> um, so Fight TV might be working out. Fight TV Plus, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, which, by the way, you've realized the collective is on. Supposedly, yeah. So I realized. I realized as we were talking about, uh, you know, watching J J Cup and all that stuff. I realized that I was like. Oh, yeah, it's on Fight Plus. It's only like five bucks or whatever. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I was like, has the collective on Fight Plus did some research? If you look at any collective uh, graphic, it lists Fight Plus as the streaming service, I guess you could say, for the collective, of any collective show. And, you know, granted, it's over, you know, the collective starts like March 30th, March 31st, and ends like april 2nd so it's two months technically 
and I don't know if if Fight does their subscription services at like the start of a month or you know whenever you know, bill monthly whenever you joined. But mm-hmm. so potentially it's like you're looking at one or two, you know, five to ten dollars from people for the yeah. entire collective show line. Yeah. Of like nearly ten shows, maybe eight to ten shows. <laughs> for five to ten for like seven bucks, eight bucks on average for people. Yeah. You sh- you sure are. That is you sure are. not just a fucking steal. Even if you get half off, it's a steal. Yeah. This product was like a hundred and fifty bucks last year. 180, something crazy like that. The bundle. And now it's like five dollars. If you're not buying this, you got to. It's it's a stupid you have to purchase. It's a steal as is, to be fair. And I like, on the on the have a lot of shows. On the flip side, yeah, you have fucking my speedball versus Vikingo. You have Kota Bushi versus Speedball. Uh you got Kota Bushi showing up at probably against Janela. Uh you know, you got you know, you got you got Kota Bushi's first match in the States ever. Uh not ever, but uh in a very long time. First match is a return match for five dollars. Uh, his first two matches since his return for five dollars. His match is two bucks, two fifty to see his matches. Uh, this is a steal, hundred percent a steal. Not just is it a steal, Scotty. I still to this day do not comprehend how GCW and Fight are making any money off of this. You ju- this is like this is <laughs> WrestleMania going from sixty, seventy, eighty dollars to 9.99 but it's not it's going like 150 to 180 dollars for the whole bundle to five dollars this is more stupid to me than the peacock subscription model for wrestlemania yeah because we know that they made a shit ton of money out of that uh right we know wwe made a lot of money this doesn't make any sense now if they now if the collective isn't part of fight tv Plus, and all of Ruse, which I don't think it is because you wouldn't put the logo on there otherwise. And they would have started selling that bundle by now. Yeah, yeah. I think they're trying to probably figure it out. I'm sure they're going to send it. Hey, if you're subscribed to Fight Plus, you get something off. Yeah. Um, To try to raise those stakes if people want it. But we'll wait and see. But either way, it's going to be a steal. Yeah, it's currently a steal. I do not understand. This is already the biggest collective ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And you know, it, I, it's, I know um, multiverse isn't part of it. Yeah, like those shows aren't part of it. That's the WrestleCon stuff, which will probably be its own bundle. Yeah, which was cheaper last year than the collective as is. So mm-hmm. again, uh, win. But <laughs> I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Vikingo versus Speedball, Kota Ibushi twice. It's the it, I'm excited to just Must you know, I say more. And you know, you have to think that you know GCW, you know, you know Brett Lauderdale, he's not getting any of those referral code kickbacks anymore. You know, is that must have timed out at this point. I get a big pop for how excited people get for this because most of the time, gonna be honest, these shows kind of stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have because it, it's a, a lot part. of people wrestling a lot of times. Yeah, and by the end of the week, it's like, all right, you're not really trying as much anymore. The only person you can believe in is Speedball. Yeah, baby. 
and he has tripled down. He is fighting Vikingo, Osprey, and Ipushi <laughs> in two day span. I will be happy if that's the his only matches that weekend. I hope they are. <laughs> they should be. Just just save your just save your energy. Uh, it isn't no. He's actually on the DDT show. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> so there you go. It's it. Yeah, we lied. It's not. <laughs> He's got four matches at least already planned. This man. This man. Who's he fighting? Uh, the DDT He's show. With Mao, right? Uh, he's in a tag team with I think Mao versus somebody. Oh, I versus uh, Nick Sa- Wayne and Jordan Oliver, I think. Yeah, Kip Sabian's going to DDT next weekend. Oh yes, he is. Wonder if he shows Sabian up at the DDT, sucks, show, DDT by show. By the way, um, JCW Jacob. Let's talk I've about had it. a problem with this man. Kip Sabian blows. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, Kip, old Kippy boy. Uh, Jersey Jacob. Uh, just want to quick. Did you watch all of session one? I skipped Joey Janela's match and I skipped the scramble. All right, we'll quickly go through it. Jordan Oliver, Alex Shelley kick off the show. Shelley did his usual indie stuff, you know, he was heel, breaking down body parts, and then he got small package. Beautiful. I heard a lot of people were saying how good this match was. It was pretty good. It- not a big Jordan Oliver guy. You skipped the scramble, which Cole Radrick won. Uh, then you got Blake Christian versus Alec Price. Blake Christian's playing heel now. Yeah. So you got you got turned like, ever since he when he returned from WWE, the crowd booed him. So he's not doing like high flying stuff, mm-hmm. which means he's not as good. <laughs> Because, like, that's his one thing, yeah, and he's not doing it. Yeah. Um, I thought this was pretty good, though, because I think Alex Price is great. You and me have been on the Alex Price train. I think this kid's a stud. Yeah. I think, I think truthfully, the conversation should be him, Nick Wayne, and Titus Alexander moving forward for that next crop of studs. We should get them. Um, we should interview those guys. Well, I'd love if, to. I don't know if we can get Nick Wayne. He's got that AEW stuff. We can get Titus. Yeah, let's get Titus. Good Titus. Uh, but yeah, we can match. All right. Uh, Best match. Uh, better, I thought it was better than the first one. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Joey Janela defeated Starboy Charlie. Leo Rush defeats Tony Deppin. I wanted this to be better than it was. Yeah. Which I, I walk away saying a lot with Tony Deppin matches these days. Charles Mason defeats Billy Starks. This was really good. Really? I barely know who Charles Mason is, but he's a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. He made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Billy Starks, she's figured something out the past couple months, I've really noticed. Uh, maybe it's just comfortability. Maybe it's not having to – maybe it's just getting out there more than just the world of GCW. I think that helps her. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling in AEW, I'm sure that helps – She's wrestling TJPW. She actually just got booked for their big show yep. and their U.S. show. So that's huge. Uh, she's really impressing me lately. Um, and I think uh, I, this, this again, was better than I had any right of being. A lot of story to this match because, again, Charles Mason's a creepy dude, but pretty good. Yeah, I believe he's uh, like a, a constant hog. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, he's a House of Glory guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I think he's one of the title, the crown jewel title holder or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Commander versus Arez. Commander defeats Arez. 
How cool Obviously, was the lucha? This was a blast. Commander's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> this dude did the tightrope thing and then you know launched himself out. And then he did like a tightrope um 450 to win the match. Yeah. Excuse uh, me? watch this one. <laughs> Excuse, sir. I love Lucha. Yeah, I can't wait. I was saying, I was thinking to myself earlier when I was looking at the uh Fantastica Mania lineup, and I was like, man, Ugh. I I typically in the past years have skipped Fantastica Mania because I'm just like, ah, whatever, who cares? It's fantastic. Comania. Sure. Uh I yeah, I'm super excited. All these singles matches, you know, what was it? I um, love Mystico versus yeah. uh Atlantis Jr. is on the card. Singles match. <laughs> I love CMLL. It is like I look for their shows every yeah. week. Yeah, me too. I've been loving them. Uh, we got to find a way to talk about it more. Uh, Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham. I've seen a lot of good gifts come out of this match. Two really good pro wrestlers having a really good pro wrestling match. I don't know. I don't know what else you have. Like, it wasn't like to the highest degree because they're saving that for impact. I'm pretty sure because they have a match at no surrender. Yeah, this um, was a little sort of preview for that no surrender match, yeah. wasn't it? But um, this is going to sound very funny, but Jonathan Gresham is at his best when he's bald. Don't ask me why. It's just the truth. <laughs> he doesn't do all this, the technical stuff. He starts hitting people really hard, and that's when he's at his best. Um, yeah. And speedball, speedball. It's the Bruce Willis effect, that the moment you shave Bruce Willis's yes. head, he becomes much more it of a does. badass. I'll be right back. I just got to go uh, do something real quick. So uh, the, the rest of the show I didn't watch. So perfect. There you go. Well, perfect. Then we'll move on to the next match. Not the max match, but the next card that we're going to preview before we head out, folks. And again, thank you so much for watching us on live stream or listening to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you don't mind subscribing to the podcast app wherever you listen to this, we would appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at CountUpPod. There's a whole network. Follow me at Ryan Nightsy, Scotty at Scott E Wrestling. And uh, I'll say here, since uh, we're do- I'm waiting for Scott What about Elimination back, Chamber? I was just about to get there. I'm doing a little plug, oh, plug I, ski. I thought, the, we were, I thought we were done. I, 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 hear pl- I hear plugs and I freak out. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> over. I was doing a little plug ski here. Uh, I was going to say here that uh, I have a special little uh, single Just Me review coming out on Tuesday to celebrate Valentine's Day. I watched St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And I reviewed that show from 1999 uh, and gave my thoughts on the whole card. Short little Patreon gimmick thing here. I'm thinking about doing more of those individual sort of solo stuff, uh, content stuff for Patreon there. So uh, that's my first venture into that foyer. Uh, so again, that's on patreon.com slash countoutpod. Again, patreon.com slash countoutpod. Uh, go check out that and join the patreon it's only five bucks a month why not we got plenty of stuff you know we'll have not this month but next month which uh we'll plan to have the uh uh, 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 the aw revolution review on the patreon um we know for that and we've started recording for ryan hasn't seen anything so that will come down the pipe at some point (laughs) i don't know when but it will be coming down the pipe at some point uh so yeah definitely patreon.com forward slash cannot pod Let's talk about Elimination Chamber. WWE Elimination Chamber is happening this Saturday as well in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, I'm not sure if the show is sold out. I think it is. I want to say it is. Um, it is. Yeah. Perfect. And then we already WWE have... 
can't be stopped right now. No. Like, I can't express that enough. They are hitting at like this ridiculous pace right now where I think their show on Friday was the best they've ever sold in Connecticut, yeah. which is just insanity. Yeah. Um in Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn in the in the city of Montreal. Yeah, I could tell you what, that's uh that sold well. Yeah, they are in the great position of having two hot angles that both involve the world title at the same exact time. Did, did you see the Cody Heyman stuff? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. People can hate Cody all they want. He's so good. He's very good. He's, <laughs> he's so, really good. And he made the right decision, right? Like, his stuff in AEW was wearing out. He needed to turn heel. He didn't want to. So what did he do? He went to the other company, and now he's their face. Yes, pretty much. That's insane. What a what a guy. <laughs> and, he, and he's on the path to win the title, win the world titles. Yeah, he's winning the world title. I, I hope everyone figured that out by now. He's winning the world title. What they said this week with those two promos, I saw the Sammy one. I saw the Cody one. The Cody one was a million times better. Mm-hmm. No matter what the everyone else thinks. WWE crowds want to see Cody Rhodes win this thing. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening. I don't know why it wouldn't at this point. Yeah. And I can't wait. AW wins again, baby. Uh, Elimination Chamber is happening this Saturday. We have a little bit of a card here. I assume there'll be more matches announced, but currently I only have four matches in front of me. Uh, we have Beth Phoenix and Edge teaming up uh, to take on Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Thoughts on Ooh, this match coming down the baby. pipe? That's a match. <laughs> that's that is that's, a match, man. Definitely a pro wrestling match that is happening, right? Yeah, right. I believe so. Um, are you excited to see Beth Phoenix return to the ring again? I'm more excited for Beth and Rhea than I am for Edge and Finn. Yes, I can. I can Same. guarantee you that. I, um, I totally agree. Beth couldn't. Beth isn't like. And this is saying something. She looks like she's in the best shape of her life, and she's been in the best shape of her life every single time she's come back. <laughs> I was going to say, since every every single time she's on television, she's in the best shape. Yeah. Uh, I think her and Rhea will kill it. Uh, Finn and Edge are just there. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think, I don't think As they should be, truthfully. That. I don't think they'll be upset about that. Uh, and edge in canada so there you yeah, go yeah baby uh united states title elimination chamber match austin theory defending his title against seth rollins johnny gargano bronson reed damian priest and montez ford the singles Ooh. push is on its way baby apparently it's kind of like a little uh work rate type uh elimination chamber yeah a little work rate chamber here should be good I, I can't see it not being a good like wrestling match. Um if Who, they do it right, uh-huh. Montez will be the guy getting over in this match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh have him be in there first, work all the way there just to lose. Now I'm going to say that. It's probably going to be Bronson Reed who is going to spear maybe Damian Priest, maybe Seth Rollins, maybe someone else, Austin Theory, yeah. uh, through the pod, 100%. Yeah. You know, we're going to see that. Um, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think there's a chance that Montez Ford is the guy you want to get over here a little more, uh, especially since the idea is that they started filming that reality show at Royal Rumble, so they're still filming mm-hmm. it. So you want that him matters. to get over a little bit? 
uh, just for the TV show. I think ultimately Austin Theory is going to retain here, especially mm-hmm. with the rumors of John Cena down the pipeline. Yeah, I think the best way, like I said, to book it is make Montez a big deal, have him have a really good run, Yep. Uh, which we've seen in Chambers, and then just have the heel win. Yeah, agreed. Which is by far in this match theory. So, Is there any... Right. What is the percent chance that Johnny Gargano wins this match? Negative 5%. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Johnny he could get over in this match, too. I'm not saying he couldn't, but uh, this man is ice cold. Yeah. And they ruined his theme song. Yeah. He, his, they should change his theme song to that foreigner song, uh, Cold as Ice. He's as cold as ice. Down, down. Willing to uh, sacrifice his life, I guess. Uh, I was going to say wife. <laughs> you suck. That's fair. Are you talking <laughs> me or Johnny Gargano? <laughs> no, comment. no comment. No uh, comment. Raw women's title, number one contendership, Elimination Chamber. Of course, Rhea Ripley's going after Charlotte Flair's SmackDown title. The winner of this is going to face Bianca Belair for the Raw women's title. Will it be Natalia? Will be Asuka, Nikki Cross, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. I don't want to uh, talk too early, you know, ruin your little thought about it. But uh, I've never seen a lineup that tells me who's going to win more than this one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, let's not be stupid here. <laughs> and let's just have the right person win, okay? This should be Asuka's. No one else should be winning here. If Triple H really is running the show, Asuka's winning. Yeah. Asuka <laughs> has the new cool look. Yep. She's being presented as a killer again. Yep. Her versus Bianca Belair is a great Mania match. I don't think anyone will complain with that. Just do the right thing. Do the right thing. That's all it is. I've just... no, Nothing else here makes sense. No. No. I, I can Either see they're Asuka... on SmackDown or, <laughs> or they're just bad. I can totally see Asuka just destroying everyone in this. Uh, I have her eliminate all five. Yes, I agree. Have her eliminate all five. Who cares? You can have Raquel like have a good run at the end, but yeah, Raquel, I'll give I'll give Raquel one elimination. You know, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But ultimately, no, no, Asuka eliminates everybody. And then she of looks, course, she, do you have the graphic in front of you? Uh, I can pull up the graphic. I just want like everyone to look at the graphic and be like, all right, who's the star of this match? Just. Just, just look at the match graphic, yeah, and try to tell me who the star of the match is. <laughs> you mean the person that's in the front? <laughs> Not only the front, but has an actual like interesting look and doesn't just look like they're there. Yeah, 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 totally. It's uh, it's Oscar. It's Oscar gonna yep. win this. It'd be stupid for sure her. Is. Um, uh, main event: Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn. Will Sami Zayn get destroyed in front of his home crown of Montreal? Or will he somehow find a way (laughs) and win the match? No. Um, Is this the most highly anticipated Roman match since... Brock at SummerSlam? I think it has to be before that. I don't think anyone was excited for that. I probably agree. It was like the ninth time. Cena two SummerSlams ago. 
But even then, Cena was like, you know, it's Cena, so it's not like. But I was, it I was had ex- anticipation. Yeah, it wasn't. Cena. I wasn't. I wasn't anticipated to see Roman. You know, I was anticipated well, to see Cena. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I uh, <laughs> McIntyre at Clash in the Castle. Oh yeah, it might be a good one. I think everyone was excited for that because there was a chance it would change. There's no chance this changes here, uh, but I do think the excitement's definitely there. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. It has reached. Yeah. It has reached the freakazoids. Let me. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Looking at it, oh my god, he said he beat he beat Goldberg last year. Sure, <laughs> I, he beat Goldberg, and I don't remember that one bit. Oh yeah, by referee's decision, he like murdered Goldberg. Oh, you know, oh, I, I don't, don't remember that. I at guess all. Logan Paul doesn't count, but I thought the Logan Paul one was pretty highly That's anticipated. True. That's true because we were, um, but then, to that extent, I mean, we're excited to see. I've been excited to see Roman in this match. I was not really excited yeah. to see Roman and Logan Paul one. I, again, I was excited to see his opponents lose. Which I guess I am in here as well, but I'm still excited to see Roman and how he's going to do in this one. Then I guess it would be for Roman excitement. Yeah. Oof. Set at Royal Rumble last year, maybe? Maybe. Because of the maybe. shield part? Maybe. Oh my god, I forgot he beat Sami Zayn in 15 seconds. <laughs> that was the start of all this. It was. That was in... That was in December 3rd, 2021. And now here we are, 2023, February. And it's not at WrestleMania. Huzzah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand why they're doing it. It makes sense. They, they, they've picked up some, put some juice in the Cody st- side of things. They'll end up the Sami Zayn stuff here. Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, and all that stuff are going to be involved. I'm sure we're going to get ref bumps. We're going to get everything. Yeah. This uh, is going to be one of those times where I welcome the Gaga, though. Because I think the perfect way you can book this. Mm-hmm. One, you're already on perfection here if you aren't going to do it, Mania. You're doing it in Montreal. Yeah. Also, he better come out to his own theme song or I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Um, But it's in Montreal. You ha- are going to have a crazy crowd, I'm sure. Can- Canada's pr- usually pretty good. Yep. Um, Roman is being presented. You know, Roman's fighting between two battles. Yep. Right. You have the Jay Uso stuff. You have the other Uso, and you just have a guy that's red hot. But at the same time, we all know that Cody's hanging over a bit. I'm actually a little shocked Cody doesn't have a match at this show, just because he's Cody, and you know he wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he gets one tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. But the perfect, they, they couldn't have, they just couldn't have done this better. They have done everything in this story to perfection, something that WWE doesn't do. Yeah. And I know some people say, well, they didn't do it at WrestleMania. Yes, because they picked a guy who, if you watch the weekly television, might still somehow be more over than Sami Zayn. This man sold out house shows because they needed somebody to actually sell at the shows. This man yeah. bumped the 33rd hour. Which never happens. <laughs> this man is quote unquote. He should have the t-shirt. He is a needle mover. Yeah, C- Cody is Cody is everything he's ever wanted himself to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that they wanted him to be. No, no, no. What he wanted to be. He is a capital uh, S star. Yeah. 
And I've always been a Cody fan, so I'm happy to see it. I know some people hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, some freakazoids, you know, is what it is. Not you. Okay, good. Um, I'm in the clear. I, I don't think you hate him. No. You could. You very much could hate Cody. But How dare he leave AEW? <laughs> he made the right choice. Uh, but I'm very, I am legitimately excited for a Roman Reigns match. Yeah. And it has to do with both competitors for once. Yeah. And I can't wait to say it because uh, I can't wait to come on here in, uh, next week and say that this match had more shenanigans than the Tyrus Matt Cardona match. That's okay. It should have shenanigans, like I said. Yeah. Because that's the entire story. Yeah, my my guess is they're going to tease the Jey Uso who's going to side with Sami Zayn, and then he's going to turn his back on Sami Zayn. That's how they get to the tag title gimmick. Yep. Um, also, that near fall. Writes itself. That, oh. that near fall. That pop. Oh. The deflatement. I know. I'm launching out of my seat. One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> That's the one thing WWE does really good is those stupid near falls. <laughs> he's going to hit that blue thunder bomb. You know he's going to do it, and it's going to be beautiful, and he's going to slam Roman down. The crowd's going to pop huge. It's going to be great. According according to Taz, we should call it Blue Thunder Jones from now on, so I'm going to call it Blue Thunder Jones. Perfect. Perfect. Ideal and perfect. I think they're doing – aren't they doing uh, – they haven't announced it yet, but they're doing uh, Becky, Lita, and Trish at the show versus – damage control i'm pretty sure that's what they're doing i, don't, I have <laughs> no idea wild i feel like that would be more of like a uh wrestlemania Mania thing well i think they might have ronda oh well no i think it's ronda and Shayna versus someone they, they just teamed up ronda and Shayna as a tag team so i think that's gonna be the gimmick uh, yeah yeah i think that's gonna be the gimmick Anyways, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We thank you, everybody, we again. In two hours. Yeah, we High did. Five. We nailed it, baby. High five. Uh, that is it for this week's episode. Um, I already <laughs> sort of did the plugs, Scotty. Uh, but again, at Ryan IC on Twitter, at Scott E Wrestling on Twitter, at CountoutPod, patreon.com slash CountoutPod. Um, and, uh, you know, watch. You know, so if you're listening to this on a podcast app, you know, you know, download, you know, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends about Ring Post Radio, <laughs> and I will work on uh, interviewing Titus Alexander, Nick Wayne, and uh, uh, oh Alec man, Price. Alec Price as well. I just I have to share this with the people. Yeah, before I give my match of the week, Elias says. Ezekiel's still in a coma. It's hard to see my brother like that. <laughs> oh, man. My guy. <sighs> my guy. It's too good. Uh, match of the week, Danielson versus Rush. All right, goodbye. My match of the week, the Elite versus Air Fox. Top flight. Pretty good, I'd say. Pretty, oh. pretty, pretty good. I, I have I have a I have a Charlie horse going from laughing. Uh, <laughs> well, let's uh, end the show. So Scott, before Scotty dies uh, again, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll see you next week for an all new episode of Wrestling Conversation. Until then, goodbye everybody. This has been a Countout Podcast.